Good morning, everyone. Linda Santapica here on Pressing Beyond. We've all heard the phrase, do what you love and you will never work a day in your life. Now that has always been a paradox to me because in order to do what one loves, one has to first work to get there. Today, we are going to speak with someone who works at what he loves, David Whalen. David is an actor who comes with a flood of credits from his past with more pending in the pipeline. He has performed in over a hundred productions across the country on some of the most prominent stages. To name a few, the Guthrie, Roundabout Theater, the Alley Theater, Pittsburgh Public Theater, Philadelphia Theater Company, Cincinnati Playhouse in the Park, the Folger Theater, Hartford Stage, Venice Biennale Festival, and the Pittsburgh Irish Classical Theater. His outstanding film and television credits include The Loudest Voice, American Pastoral, Southpaw, The Last Witch Hunter, The Fault in Our Stars, Jack Reacher, 61, and Three Rivers, in addition to many other film and television productions. He is also the recipient of Performer of the Year by the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, the Kevin Klein Award. These are just a few highlights from David's illustrious career. Good morning, David. Good morning, Linda. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so glad you're here. So as an actor, sure. you have a phenomenal career, but there were no handouts. Luck had nothing to do with where you are. That's, you know, luck, I think, happens from hard work, uh, you know, getting yourself into a position where, you know, luck meets hard work is something that I don't shy away from. Mm -hmm. uh, growing up in a small town outside of Pittsburgh, a very working class town, you know, that was always instilled in me by my parents uh, that, you know, nothing comes easy. And if you want something, you got to go after it and go after it with passion and go after it with everything you have and enjoy life. And mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing in, that I try to do is that I try to enjoy the journey. Uh, you know, I chart my own course and uh, I have people around me who I love who help me and, and, and guide me. But, you know, I, I, the journey is mine. So I think that's important for everyone to know, especially people in the acting business that, you know, don't try to compare yourself to anybody else. Do what makes you happy and, and, and do it with passion. Because in this business, Linda, I truly believe you're either getting better or you are getting bitter. That's so true. And David, before we get into the gist of your career, what you've sure. done and what's in front of you, I'd like to go back to when you knew stage, film, and television would be your calling. I have... Uh, five brothers and sisters, and there's only seven years separating the oldest from the youngest. So it was a real uh, ensemble, so to speak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And so having active, active imaginations, we did so much just to uh, keep our mind alive. We would act out uh, episodes of Star Trek, my brothers and I. Uh, and so I, I was always into storytelling and I, I was always intrigued by uh, my neighbor's mm -hmm. stories. So uh, I think that was the beginning of that imagination of uh, what causes my neighbor to act the way they do. And so that, that kind of uh, 
interest and curiosity kind of propelled me at an early age. First time I went out for a play was my uh, senior year of high school because a teacher said to me, David, could you please not disrupt my class anymore? Uh, Why don't you go out for a play? And I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know. And so I went out for a play and I got cast in the lead and I got to kiss uh, one of the prettiest girls in school. And then (laughs) that, that, that led me on that journey you know, 17, I guess I started Mm -hmm. going after it. And then I went to Point Park University in Pittsburgh. I got my BFA there. I had some tremendous teachers that guided me, uh, Raymond Lane and uh, Don Wadsworth, who is a teacher at Carnegie Mellon now too. Mm -hmm. I just thought were just great influences on me, along with many of the other teachers that I had there. And And then I just felt at that point, I wasn't as good as I wanted to be. So I went to grad school too. University of North Carolina, that's where I got my master's. Oh. And, and growing up with a very uh, middle-class background, uh, one of the things I had to, one of the challenges was, you know, we didn't have the money. I mean, my parents did everything they could, but when you've got five kids, mm-hmm. uh, it was hard. So um, I was fortunate enough to uh, get a full scholarship to the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And uh, that made things a lot easier. It was the best and the hardest three years of my life. Well, my guess is the experience must have been wonderful. That must have been the best part. Yeah, yeah. It was a real intense training program. Uh, uh, terrific teachers. Uh, Evan Unulis, who now heads Juilliard. Uh, David Hammond. Uh, Rosemary Harris did a master class with us. Oh, wow. Uh, Cicely Berry, we had her. Uh, the Royal Shakespeare Company's uh, voice coach for years and then we just had a incredible guest artist who would come in and do plays at the theater that the university was associated with called uh, playmakers repertory company after these three years and you got your degree how did you transition into professional well what happened was i was doing a play called morning becomes electra And uh, some agents from New York came to see it. Uh, the woman who played my sister, Tandy Cronin, Jessica Tandy's and Hume Cronin's daughter, was in the production. And then an agent came to see it and uh, said, you know, I, I'm really interested in signing you, David. And, and so that's how that happened. Then I went to New York and my first job was on The Guiding Light. Oh my goodness, yeah. yes. I, I used to watch that all the time. Yeah. So you were obviously living in New York for how many years were you there? Uh, I was there off and on for a, for like four years. That's where I met my wife. And then we moved to California, 96. Okay. I went out, first time I went out to California, I went out there, you know, for television and film, of course. And my agent sent me out on a play audition at South Coast Repertory Theater. And I got cast in the play. So it was kind of ironic that the uh, first audition that I had in California was for a theater and that's how I got the job at South Coast Trip, which was incredible because that became a real part of my life. I've done 10 productions with the company and wow. was on their faculty teaching at the professional conservatory at South Coast Rep. And uh, the first play that I did there was Hay Fever with Academy Award nominated actor James Cromwell and just became, uh, you know, really good friends with everybody there. And, you know, I was able to glean with some really tremendous actors and learn a lot from them. In this industry, it's very hard to work. It seems like there's always a job waiting for you. 
Well, you know, one of the great things that uh, one of my teachers, actually Rosemary Harris said was it's, she was telling us, you know, getting the first job is uh, hard. Getting cast again from the same place that hired you, that's when you know you're on the right path. Meaning they want to work with you again. That, that has stuck with me because, it, you know, as you know, the business is just just so difficult. You have to keep your uh, head up and, and be strong and not take rejection. You know, basically, you know, have the skin of an alligator and the soft belly of a rabbit, you know, because you're played, you're, you're, we are paid to be vulnerable. You know, part of being vulnerable is also being tough, especially in this business. So, well, and I also feel too that an actor from my understanding and from my past experiences, an actor is always on a job search. Yeah, I, I try not to look in the rearview mirror. Uh, I try to keep my feet on my board and ride the waves of mm-hmm. uh, this business, you know, because I, I really believe in it. Like, that's my mantra in life is ride the waves because. Once you get knocked off your board and you're floating in the ocean, man, you are a sea. You need to st- stay with it because it's going to get bumpy. It's going to get stormy. It's, there's going to be things in the water that are scary. You know, the thing too, though, well, for anybody, when we're going out for an interview for a job in the professional world or, you know, as an artist in an audition, again, I, I go back to this because a lot of people have said, oh, this person they got lucky or they were there at the right time. But I do believe that, I mean, you epitomize this, the, the preparation you put into a role, the hard work, the research, the perseverance. I think that all plays into being good at what you do. I just think that luck is winning lotto. Yeah, I mean, you never know when the, the hand of this business may uh, you know, point your way. But I want to control what I want to control, Linda, and, and that is uh, the preparation. I'm a big believer in preparation is the key to spontaneity, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that, you know, uh, that's a, I think it's a Magic Johnson quote that I just love, is that, you know, everything can look effortless to that guy, but what you don't see is the hours and hours yes. of practice, yes. the honing of the skills mm-hmm. and and the confidence, uh, you know, confidence to me comes from uh, hard work and preparation. I, I, I was never one to just get up there and wing it, you know. <laughs> right. No, it's obvious too. I mean, I, I know your work. I've seen you and I actually shared the stage. Yeah, yes, we did. So, David, because you've done so much and you work with so many people, what were some of the most memorable moments, the highlights to you, the people you've worked with? Yeah. You know, I have a lot of colleagues that I work with that I admire uh, a lot. Uh, and they're all, they become great friends. Uh, my buddy Joe Hodge is just a tremendous director. He runs the Guthrie Theater and we've worked together. He's directed me in, in several shows and we work together as actors. Blake Robeson at the Cincinnati Playhouse in the Park has directed me in D.C. in Cincinnati. I love working with him. In terms of film, uh, one of the nicest guys, one of the kindest and humblest people I've ever worked with was Ewan McGregor, who directed uh, uh, me and- uh, Oh, it was American Pastoral. Yeah. And I just loved working with him. What a, what, a, what a tremendously down-to-earth, smart guy. There's a guy that I just think, he makes it look effortless, but he puts in the work mm-hmm. and uh, cannot say anything more highly about him. 
I also felt that way when I worked with Sally Field, who directed uh, me in a, a Christmas Tree. Oh. I just thought she was just an incredible, kind, smart woman and skilled yeah. in, in, in so many ways. There's so many. There's so many actors across the country that I've worked with, yeah. not only in Pittsburgh, but all over that I admire and, and, and loved. All right. You just touched on something I'm curious about because I know I met you in Pittsburgh and mm -hmm. this is where you were brought up, but you continue I, to come back and forth. Yeah, I do. It's my hometown and I love it. Uh, I have good relationships. Um, you know, I worked a lot with Ted Pappas, who I consider a mm -hmm. terrific director too. Uh, Andrew Paul, Alan Stanford. I know one of my closest friends uh, is uh, Patrick Jordan, who runs Bare Bones Productions in Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, yes. He's another guy. I just think is just filled with integrity. Is always about the work, too. And just a, just a wonderful human being. Okay. So, David, here's a question I often ask people on the podcast. What are or what were some of the obstacles and challenges you had to press beyond to be where you are today as a working actor? Yeah. Well, I, it started kind of early for me, Linda. Uh, I had a speech impediment as a kid. Mm -hmm. So I had speech therapy for years in grade school. And so I had to work through that. My imagination and, and my uh, energy caused me to stutter. Mm -hmm. uh, so I had to slow things down. And, and that was difficult because, you know, you get, you get ridiculed at times from people who don't really know what you're going through. And so I, I fought through that, you know, and coming from a very working class family, you know, when I told my uh, parents I wanted to go into acting, my father was like, you have got to be kidding me. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and, but then, of course, once he saw me working and my passion for it, he came to see just about every play he could. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, and of course, my mother, too. They, but I had to, you know, had to win them over and... Uh, Financially, I didn't have the money a lot of my actor friends had. So I had to constantly work to pay rent in New York City while I wasn't acting. Right. Uh, I didn't have that family support that a lot of my actor friends had, which can make things a lot easier or it can make things worse too, because then you don't understand the value. Exactly. Of perseverance in, in all of that has been something that I had to, you know, push my boundaries and, and press beyond and not be fearful and just and, and just keep moving forward <laughs> you know well, I, I use a quote linda from the wall street journal where it says past performance does not indicate future gains and i really believe that it's so true all right so david what yeah is in the pipeline for you i know even during these unsettling times and um we are of course a lot of us are on hold because of the pandemic but you have some things in front of you yeah are you willing yeah, to share I'm, I'm, sure i'm going to be filming a new uh sag uh, media play uh which i think is absolutely terrific written by mark clayton southers called cyril and that'll be at the Pittsburgh Playwrights Theater, pittsburghplaywrights.com, uh, I believe is their website. Oh, okay. And Cyril, it's about Cyril Wecht, and it's and Cyril Wecht is playing Cyril Wecht. So it's it's a really piece written, and it takes the play takes place the day of the George Floyd uh, murder. Oh, okay. So uh, without giving too much away, this forensic uh, scientist uh, Cyril is being interviewed for this forensic uh, news channel that I play the interviewer. And it brings up not only the cases of uh, past uh, deaths and 
that we start to find out the, it has a lot of racial undertones mm -hmm. to it too. So it's, a, it's an exciting piece and I can't wait. And I'll be, I'll be heading back to Pittsburgh in a couple of weeks. Actually, I will be in Pittsburgh the same day last year when I started rehearsal for American Son at the Pittsburgh Public Theater that got canceled right before we opened. Oh, I remember, opened. yes. Another thing I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm really excited about is uh, I'll be uh, playing George Washington in uh, a movie about the Constitution. Oh, that's fantastic. And uh, that's, if you go to constitutionmovie.com, you can read all about it, but it's filled with incredible historians talking about the making of the Constitution. And boy, is there anything more timely than that right now? Oh, isn't that the truth? Uh, and what role are you going to be playing? Uh, George Washington. You're perfect. Yeah, <laughs> well, it'll be, it'll be a fun a time and a, a time that I get a, a chance to really dig deep in the founding fathers of this country and the sacrifices they made for all of oh. us. That is timely. I get a sense that things are starting to pick up. I um, hope. I hope it picks up more and more for everybody and, yeah. and uh, for all of the, all, the, all the artists, but all for also all of the uh, satellite business around the arts, the uh, hotels, the restaurants. Yes. The, everything, everything affiliated with... Yeah. Everything that makes life worth living. Yeah. So, all right, David, where can people learn more about David Whalen? I know you have a website. Yeah, I got a website, uh, davidwhalenactor.net. You can find more about the play Cyril at pittsburghplaywrights.com or pittsburghplaywrightstheater.com. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, we actually, we had a movie uh, get distribution that I did called Checkmate, and that's streaming on Amazon Prime right now. David, I want to thank you so much. Thank you, Linda. Great to chat with you. And, and here's to a better new year. Absolutely. 2021. Let's get rocking. Riding the waves. Ride it. Right.